0: Three
1: and two and one, one. I had a chance to talk to the one and only Hannibal Burris, one of the funniest comedians out there. Hannibal, how
2: are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, good man. Very well. How's your day going? What's going on? I just traveled into Philly, so... Yeah. Are you awake? Yeah, I'm awake. I'm speaking to you. Ha <laughs>
0: He hates you. He pretty, yeah, he hates your guts. Pretty obvious in hindsight. Well, he was—he that was a massive yawn that I heard.
1: <laughs> oh, I don't believe that. Yeah, Hannibal ignored Joe. He's an idiot.
2: Y'all all sound the same, man. So I don't know who Joe is. I don't. You know that. what? Is that a we get that a is lot? That,
0: is that like a racist thing? All white yeah. people sound alike?
2: No, all radio people sound alike. Yeah, you always got to
1: make it about race. It's radio, man. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, the one thing that's a bigger problem to America than racism is radio people. So that's not. You're not wrong. Yeah, I agree. Hannibal Burris joins us. His comedy Kamisato tour is making stops at the Royal Oak Theater on October 11th. The Egg in Albany, October 20th, and to be in Philadelphia on the 16th at the Trecadero Theater. HannibalBurris.com, at HannibalBurris. An official welcome, even though we just sort of jumped into things. Hannibal, thanks for joining us. We appreciate it, man.
2: Uh, Thank you all for having me.
1: I know you you end up... uh, probably talking about this a lot, but we were just reliving your your very, very, very awkward interview on Windy City, Windy City Live. Yeah. Um, can you cut, kind of, for someone who hasn't seen it and broken it down, can you run through what's going through your head at the various stages of that disaster?
2: Um, well, yeah, it was an interview. I'm from Chicago, so I was, what was happening was, I was just thinking, I don't know why I'm doing this. <laughs> right. Uh, I'm like, why am I doing this show? I didn't realize that they were going to talk about Justin Bieber for 10 minutes.
1: <laughs> That's a long and
2: time. I didn't realize they were going to be that uh, smug and condescending. I was like, wow, they're smug and condescending. But you know, it was just... And I, I, I think I had only gotten a few hours sleep because I had a gig the night before and I had, I had traveled. So it was just a, uh, a weird situation for me. But now I know if I'm in... A weird TV interview situation that I could just kind of—I can just like they were just saying they were saying mean stuff to me, but then they just keep it moving to a, another segment. Uh, So and they would, they would just try to keep it moving fast, but uh, now I know I'll just say, "Hey, hey, stop." You just said something real weird, and you have to be accountable for it.
1: Oh god. <laughs> I, 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 I want it to happen to you again, only because that moment when you did that, especially—I well, I think to a lot of radio people as well, but to, especially to TV, where they're so used to um, the quick and nothing's ever awkward or anything like that. It would be wonderful yeah. to watch from a viewer perspective. Oh my god, it'd be amazing. Yeah, I
2: wish I wish I did it, but yeah, it's just the it's just the uh, it was a weird format that uh doesn't really suit what i do so i, I shouldn't have been on there in the first place yeah. but shit, stuff happens
1: <laughs> yeah the, one of your twitter followers and we'll post this at our website freebaronhotwicks.com but uh the, there's they they took a screen grab of a look on your face as you caught a glimpse of the camera and it, it, it a picture is worth a thousand words in that case you you look like you are thinking what am i doing yeah
2: it was just it, I, I didn't... They, they kept talking about Beaver. Like, it, it, I understand that the show had to address the, the Beaver story that happened then, but well, like, then they kept on going on for about 10 minutes, and then they started saying, what about Usher? Usher brought him into business. Usher should have And that's when it's like, are we seriously talking about Usher's role in this right now? <laughs> it does that's seem, when it had gone too far.
1: It seems to be one step too far. Now, when it comes to... Man, your, your list of writing credits... it's well you know but it's amazing it's it's the best comedy shows that in television and and in theaters in recent times man Uh, louis is you know so different snl continues to be great in spite of what hipsters who don't watch it say and and 30 rock might have been the best comedy in the last 15 years
2: yeah man i got you know those opportunities through my Stand up, I was able to, you know, I got that job writing on SNL and from there I went to 30 Rock. So that's some cool um, writing opportunities early on, man. It was, now, it was pretty you, awesome.
3: And with that on your resume, but it, I was reading that they only used one of your sketches, which freaking blows because you know you're funny. We know they're funny. How does that happen? Yeah, dude, that must have been depressing. Uh, It wasn't
2: really. It was just, you know, it, it coming from doing only stand up. To writing for, you know, a historic television show is kind of a, it's a tough transition. So a lot of the stuff that I was writing was super weird and uh, <laughs> and just different. So, you know, I was uh, in a stage where I didn't, you know, my, 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 my point of view and what I was writing at the time really didn't match what was going on there. But the show gave me a lot of good opportunities and I was able to yeah. work with some people then and, and it kind of put me in the business and allowed like a lot of stuff that's yeah. happening now is happening because yeah. I was on SNL. But well,
3: after the tenth time, you had to have thrown the papers in the air and stomped out and called somebody an ugly cracker. Yeah, it had to have happened.
2: No, I mean I did have some upset time, but I didn't really take that out on anybody. You I would kind of, yeah, you kind of just uh, do your job because you want to be able to get other jobs.
0: Right. What was what was the one sketch that made it on the air?
2: It was a sketch I wrote uh, with that uh, uh, had Charles Barkley in it. And it was about his um, his golf swing. You know, he's known for having a horrible golf swing. So yeah. we, this, the idea was that he did everything. In his life, with the same horrible, herky jerky motion that his golf swing had. So, like if he's trying to cook eggs the same way, or if he's trying oh, yeah, to yeah. decorate a cake or anything, everything else in his life.
1: And 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 you pitch that, if I understand the way SNL works, you pitch the sketches to the hosts. Uh, that's part of the process, right? So, are you anxious pitching it to Charles Barkley? I mean, he seems like he laughs at himself.
2: No, I wasn't anxious at all. It was pretty. Yeah, no, he was a, he's a real. Chill dude, man. He was a, he was a cool dude. Did you ever have he a was... chance to
1: pitch to uh, a host where they clearly didn't have a sense of humor about themselves?
2: Uh, no. Well, I didn't really. I think most of the time they they in in the pit situation they playing it cool, and I'm not trying to make it. Uh, the roast of Sigourney Weaver, you know what I mean? Right. Like you right. To <laughs> well, yeah, but if it <laughs> happened, it, it, it happened. Yeah, if you're gonna just do a joke there's, there's light or, or something, you know what I mean? You're not. And and, and I mean, but that's what they're there for—is to you know poke fun at themselves and and and, and uh, you know do jokes. So, but nah, you, it, it was pretty cool always in the, in the pitch in the pitch meetings. It was it was, it was
1: nice. Hannibal Burris joins us, HannibalBurris.com, at HannibalBurris on Twitter. Uh, check out his tour stops, including the Royal Oak Music Theater on October 11th, The Egg in Albany on the 20th, and the Trucadero Theater in Philly on the 16th. You're playing big theaters and great venues now. Do you have a couple of moments that stand out in the past where, where people wouldn't believe they could have seen Hannibal Burris if they were one of a of, of few people or, or a scenario like that? What do you mean? Like, like the the other end of the spectrum, the gigs that you have to do to get to this right. point. Yeah, did you ever
0: play like an AA meeting or something?
2: <laughs> uh, I played just I played some some weird gigs. I played gathering of the Juggalos. Oh, gross! Oh, you did? That's that, yeah. <laughs> but actually, that wasn't a they. They pay well. It was, but it, it was. A How weird, are you even situation. alive? Uh, cause they don't
0: murder people. Uh, <laughs> well, wait now. Hold on. There, there've been a couple of things that we've heard over the years. One, like red man and method man got bottles thrown at their faces. And then, uh, Tila tequila got a feces filled oh, yeah. watermelon chucked at her on stage. What? That's very specific. <laughs>
2: Yeah, man, but I'm I'm an A1 certified dude, so those type of things don't
3: happen. <laughs> That's true. Obviously, well, I'm an A1 certified dude. It's spectacular. <laughs>
1: what What's the difference between doing a, a gig like that, as far as what you do when you get on stage and you have the microphone, versus when you're at the Egg in Albany on the 20th of November?
2: Uh, well, it went surprisingly well. Like, I I I uh, it's video online uh, where I just uh. You know they're big fans of Fago the pop. So I, right. when I hit the stage, I, uh, my friend uh, Nate had the idea I should spray Fago on the crowd when okay. I walk out. So I, I hit when they intro me, I hit the stage, spraying pop on the crowd. So that yeah, kind of you know sets that sets the tone. Those yeah, monsters uh, <laughs> love that. <laughs> so they know it, you.
1: You at least use the
2: internet at yeah. that point, right?
1: They're like, well, this guy's drying. We can't hate this guy.
2: Uh, but then you just perform like that that gig in particular, I just made sure that my pace was was faster and that I was just on stage working and i, I did some dirtier jokes that were
3: yeah
2: were catered to them. It wasn't you know close to being the worst gig i've I've been carried off stage before you have because like- i was because I was bombing yeah, I was doing a gig. Open mic, like it was a talent. It was a talent show in my college town, yeah. uh, Carbondale, Illinois. It was like a fifty dollar cash prize, and it was an Apollo style show. And I, and I, it was no microphone, which is not ideal for comedy. But wow. And uh, I, somebody heckled me, and I, and I couldn't really handle heckles at the time. I didn't know how to do it, so I, it kind of threw me off. And then there was the sad man. You know the oh, you the know sw- person Apollo that approaches. He so he's approaching. He sweeps the, you off. It wasn't a stage. It was no stage. It was just me basically standing on the floor. So the stand man starts walking towards me, Uh-oh. and the crowd starts hooping and hollering, and he's <laughs> hammering it up. And then he just picks me up and carries me off. <laughs>
0: wow.
2: uh, carries me, away. and then I'm looking into my. I had somebody filming that show for me, so I'm looking into my own camera screaming, "Stop the tape! Stop the tape!" <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, have you, fact- ever, have you ever posted that video? No, but I will. I gotta find it because it's on. Oh this from a oh my god two thousand two, two thousand three. So it's god. on what eight millimeters. It'd be like a million <laughs> hits.
3: And the fact that you survived that—I mean, yeah—that's a huge hit to your confidence. I mean, all kidding aside, that's a terrible yeah. thing to have to go to, and yet you pulled it together. How
2: the, how the hell did you manage? Well, it's just—I mean, you, it did. That was pretty rough to have that happen, but <laughs> you just gotta stay focused oh you, yeah i mean I is I have I really life. To i'm really impressed
1: that in that moment you had the the consciousness <laughs> to say stop the tape <laughs> i've been worried about where what dumpster i was gonna get thrown in man <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome go see hannibal burris hannibalburris.com at hannibalburris you'll have a great time uh the tour is going on now making lots of stops you can find all the stops there
0: Dude, I know that, uh, okay, you've got movie roles. You're probably going to get bigger and bigger and bigger, but you can never, ever stop doing the show Broad City. You have to always promise to do that TV show. <laughs> always. Because it is amazing.
2: <laughs> Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Thanks say it. Say yes, you promise. He's no, serious. <laughs> so you actually have
3: to say a promise. <laughs> yeah. 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 Joe's going to make you go. Yeah, we're not lying to him. Yeah, we're not f-ing around here, man. Make the promise.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't promise, man. Well, this is uh, bullshit. Oh, you just ruined my dreams. That week is is my negotiation. It does. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. As (laughs) as
1: long as they pay him, he'll do it. Hannibal, thanks for calling. Uh, Come back anytime, okay? All right. All right. See you, buddy. It's funny.
3: Yeah, how about that? Nice guy. I like that, too. I'm not going to lie. I didn't know who the hell this guy was from the get go.
1: You kept waiting for him to make that sound he eats after he eats fava beans. Yeah, I thought Hannibal. What the
3: That's the only Hannibal I know is sounds of the Lambs white guy. <laughs> but I, I, I knew you guys would make it special, and he is—he's terrific. Really nice guy.
1: He's, he's one the, of those guys that other comedians talk about as being the best. Yeah, I believe true. it. Like I believe o- it. other other like he's—they—they they use the phrase a comedian's comedian. And he's one of the first names when they say, oh, I had a chance to see like people who are tremendously popular and successful will say, yeah, I was in wherever and I got a chance to see Hannibal do his set. Well, that's amazing. It is. I was a little scared at the beginning. And then he warmed
3: up pretty quickly. And then when he told the story, yeah. when he actually told the story about being carried off stage, that's when I think he was 100% comfortable. Yeah, I don't know if Joe's methodology
1: of first thing is saying, you even going to try? <laughs> I heard you yawn. You awake?
0: Well, okay. I guess we'll talk to you, you piece of <laughs> You never know. What if I had I not said that? What if this Mm, had gone mm. exactly like Aziz Ansari, where once again I had to step in and tell him what the point to that is a victory. (laughs) (laughs) That was a disaster. No, it was a victory because he was just gonna be dull. Who Aziz? Okay, and then. And then he was dull, but at least I got to tell him at that he was. At least you got yeah. to bust him. At over. least didn't I needed yeah. to give
1: Hannibal a chance. We had just been oh, taping it. I was like, like, "Oh, you're sleepy." <laughs> oh, <laughs> fuck. I was dance like, for me, clown. <laughs> you know,
3: that was rough, but it, he and he sensed it too. He sensed that you were digging him. I'm,
1: I'm talking to you. Oh man! That was, yeah, that response was the response he decided he's going to give after that crappy TV show in Chicago. Yes. <laughs> then when he busts out, you guys all sound the same to me. I'm like, oh yeah, Joe really buried us on this one. Yep, yeah, we were screwed.